Hi, we're Malachi. Woo-hoo! Uh, who? We're Malachi. Oh. That oh. band that just was here. What? It was where? awesome. Where, where, where? In Guernsey. And what's this? Uh, this is Resonate 2012. When? It, it was held in 2012 in September on the Channel Islands of Guernsey. Please feel free to listen to the other sessions. Sessions, boys. How good sessions? Are they? Whoa. They're awesome. Woo! After three, then, if you're having a good time, I want to hear you scream. One, two, three! Good stuff. Okay, we just want to start this evening. I want to just talk to you about a guy. You know, okay, quick question. Let's see if you can remember. What is the theme of Resonate 2012? Go. Go, okay. You can, obviously. Um, so, it's go. And tonight, I just briefly want to talk to you about a guy that went, okay? God said go, and he went. Now, a few years ago, this chap was uh, a church minister in the UK, and he was uh, looking at his options, and he really felt God talked to him about going to Africa, all right? So he went, he, God telling him to go to Africa, and he, he looked at all these different organizations, and was kind of like, okay, I want to go to Africa, I want to serve God in Africa, that's where God is telling me to go. And all these organizations were kind of like, unfortunately, you're not a teacher, um, or you're not a doctor or a nurse, and because of that, we can't support you in that endeavor, we can't send you. And this guy was totally gutted, all right? He was totally like, but God's telling me to go. Why can't I go? And it, one day, yeah, he was talking to this, uh, this minister, and he was saying, do you know, I've really felt God say to me, go, but every door that I've kind of knocked on, it just hasn't been opened. Every door that I've kind of tried to go through, it's been slammed shut in my face, and I just feel frustrated and disappointed and kind of like, is this really what I'm hearing? And this guy that he was speaking to, this minister, just turned around and said, if God has said go, go. If God has said go, go. So this chap decided the following day or, or on the Monday after the weekend, decided that he was going to go to the travel agent and book his ticket to go to Africa. And that's what he did. He booked his ticket to go, out, go to Africa with no money, no support. So, he, you know, he had nothing financially. He didn't have any support networks or any support kind of... Um, connections with Africa. He was just going, believing that God had sent him. Okay, so he got, <coughs> he got onto his, his ferry, this was, and, and headed down to Africa. And when he turned up at Africa, yeah, believe it or not, there was a guy waiting for him. Okay, so no phone calls were being made, nothing. He'd just got onto a ferry, and when he arrived in Africa, this guy said to him, I felt God tell me to meet you here. I felt God was saying that I have to come here and meet you. And and this guy, he, they, they, they spent some time together. They went off to a church. And this chap that I'm talking about, he went to Africa just on the feeling that God say, go, saying, was saying go. No idea about what was out there and what God had planned. He just went. And he ended up being there for 40 years. 40 years. And he was serving God there. And he planted loads of different churches in different countries. God said go. He went in obedience, and God used him in mighty ways. And because of that, I want you to give a big, warm welcome to Mr. David LePage. Hi, David. How are you? You good? I'm doing fine now. Good. Okay. So, So this guy, as you've probably heard, has got an amazing testimony. I just want to ask him some questions about what happened. So... Who did you leave behind when you went to Africa in that first time? Well, I didn't leave anybody behind. No? Except my parents. Okay. But other than that, I was alone. Okay, just by yourself? Yes. Just went out to Africa? Right. And what was your thoughts when you kind of were getting onto that boat? Just kind of like, 
not knowing what's going to happen. I had a call from God to go to Africa. So then it was a matter, as you were saying earlier, of getting on a ship. It was easier in those days to get a ship than a plane. And, and I landed in Cape Town. And then when I got there, I didn't know anyone. And uh, I came off the ship and I found two people waiting for me, but I didn't know it. So I got off the boat. These two men met me there and asked me, was I David LePage? I said, yes. They said, oh, we have come to, to meet with you. If you will come with us, we will show you around Cape Town. This afternoon, you'll get on a train and in two days, you will end up in Johannesburg. And when you arrive there, you will preach there the same night you arrive. Okay, and can you tell, talk about kind of the stuff that you did while you were in Africa? Because you were there for, was it 37 years? Uh, longer than that. But um, I should say that while I was on the ship, the Pretoria Castle it was, uh, I didn't lose any time. I didn't waste any time. I thought, now if God says go to Africa, and I'm on the way to Africa, then I should get on with it. So on the ship, every day, I was speaking to people, young people and even older people. And we shared the scripture, the word of God, right from the beginning, because it took 10 days to get to Cape Town. And uh, I even sang to the people there. They asked me to sing. And uh, there were about 800 or more people, and they asked me to sing there. Well, I'm not a singer. I leave that for the band and the, the musicians here. But for some reason, they said, oh, we heard you. You can sing. So I sang there a song that you won't know, but it's simple enough. It's called Jesus and Me. So I sang that. As soon as I finished, I went off to my room not wait, wanting to wait there to see the people. But uh, anyhow, and then every day during these 10 days, I had the young people, the children, and we met and had, um, we sang choruses, songs, just as young people. And then after that, had also open air meetings on the ship. So uh, it was a full time. Amazing. And can you just tell us, when you got to Africa, you were there for a great period of time. Can you tell us of some, of, some of the amazing stories that you, you saw happen while you were in Africa briefly? Uh, well, let me put it this way, that when I went there, I had no money. I had no people behind me. And I had no church. I had no one but the one who called me to go there, the Lord himself. So from that day, uh, way back over 40 years ago, then to this day, I have not had support from anybody, except for the occasionally somebody would just hand some little figure. But over 40 years, and uh, seven years of that time was in Rhodesia, which is Zimbabwe, and then and uh, I got married there in Zimbabwe, my wife is Scottish, and I met her when I was a pastor in Scotland. Uh, so we had our children born there, 
and uh, then went for uh, 30 years to the country of what was then Nyasaland, which is now Malawi. And uh, there, again, ministered the word. And then from there, it was Eastern Africa. And there, it was nine countries. And from after East Africa, it was West Africa. And that was 19 countries. After that, I said, it's time for somebody else to take my place. So this is how it has continued. So, you know, we've seen there from, from Dave's kind of testimony that he said, God said go, and he went, and he had so much influence over a continent, not just over a certain little area, it had influence over a continent. And we believe that you guys can be the same. It may not be going to Africa, but it might be just doing something here in Guernsey that is radical and sees the lives of individuals impacted by the gospel of Jesus Christ. And what we decided when we were planning about this event is that it'd be really cool kind of to have Dave, who's if you don't mind me saying, in your latter years, um, you're not retired, though, are you? You're still going oh, on. No, I'll never retire. You're never retired. No. Um, but we felt it was really important that actually we, ha- we needed to have someone that's been there and done that and been a radical follower of Jesus to come and pray for you guys so that when you go and God asks you to go and you do go in obedience, that God will be with you. So, Dave, can you just pray for this group of young people? Can I just say that, as you had said earlier, that... Uh, I had the call to go to Africa, uh, but did not know. I I applied to the Elam Missionary Society and uh, to WEC and to several other mission uh, agencies, but they all asked the same question. What is your profession? What do you do? Are you a doctor? Are you a teacher? Or are you a nurse? I had to answer, no, I'm none of those. I'm a carpenter. That is all. So they said, well, we have no vacancies for these kind of people like yourself. That's why a young man came. I was a member of the Delancey Elam Church. Not this one, but just round the corner here, the old uh, church. And that young man who was there Donald Hemingway, who was also a missionary, came to my house and I said to him, now, I cannot go. Um, I'm not sure how to go because I have the call. God has called me to go. There's no problem with that. But now, I don't know which way to go about it. So he said to me, now, God has told you what to do. He said, I, God has told you to go to Africa. So, go to Africa. Whatever God says, that's what you have to do. Go to Africa. That's why I got on that boat, got to uh, Cape Town. And uh, that's when everything opened up. So, when you obey the call, don't worry about where money's coming from. Don't worry about... Uh, you know, missing your friends and so forth, because God makes a way and he watches over you just like he's doing now. I don't get any money now, now this time, but I'm never without because my God is a wonderful God. Now he's your God too. And, he, and this is why uh, I'm happy to have this opportunity to pray with you because not everybody will be called to go to Africa. 
You may never leave Guernsey. But whatever God calls you to do, then go with it. Go for it. And see what God will do about it. He will just open doors. Open a way. And then you can go forward and, and be blessed. So if you young people here today, or older people also, that you have a call from God, well, just give yourself. Just a little while ago, I was in Mozambique. And in Mozambique, uh, the leaders there, of our church there in Maputo, he said to me, in Genesis, I think it's chapter 19, it says that God called Abraham when he was 99 years old and said, go in my name. So they told me in Mozambique, you're not yet at 99. So you still got a long way to go. So as God opened the way for Abraham, he will open the way for you. And I'm saying to all our young people here, as God called different individuals in the scripture, and he places his hand on you and calls you, whatever it is to do, then we expect God to do wonderful things, miracles and blessings. And we will pray with you. Amen. Let's stand and let's, let's uh, let David pray for us as... Uh... You know, great testimony. Let's just pray that we too have that same level of faith where if God calls us to go, we'll go. Please pray. Please pray, David. Let's all pray. <coughs> Blessed Lord, we thank you because you love us, everyone. You've called us and we have come into that place where we can yield ourselves to you and say, Lord, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, for thee. So, Lord, we give ourselves to you unreservedly that you will take a hold of us no matter where we're coming from, whatever church, whatever place, and we will just give ourselves to you. Lord, touch every young person here. Touch every young man, every young woman, and bless all your people here and let them go out even from this meeting today and into this coming week and into the coming year. And, Lord, see great wonders and signs being wrought in your precious name. Bless all our people and let them be your witnesses and your people blessed by your good hand. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Let's give David a quick cheer as he leaves. Thanks, David. Yeah, it was just the, uh, the words of that last song. Uh, can we throw it up on you know, the course? Your love never fails. It never gives up. It never runs out on me. And um, I really felt God saying that it's not as in, um, as, as maybe for someone, it's not as in like that running out, as in you empty a cup and you run out of stuff. It's maybe that thing of, um, maybe you've experienced love running out in your life. Um, I really felt God saying that that's exactly what he's saying. He says, I'll never run out on you. Um, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. And uh, um, even as David was saying, um, you know, he went to Africa with, with nothing, uh, with no backup plan, and God never run out on him. 40 years, and, uh, you know, and he's still able to, to tell the stories. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. Um, yeah, let's just pray about it. Father, I thank you for your promises, Lord. Um, I thank you, Lord, that you said that you would never leave us nor forsake us, Lord, in your word. 
And Father, that we can, we can take those promises, Lord. We can hold on to them. That no matter what happens to us in, in, uh, in our life, Lord, no matter who runs out on us, no matter who leaves us ha- hanging high and dry, Father, that you, you never run out on us, Lord, and, and you're, you're by our side, Lord, and you've promised that, Father, and we can hold on to that. And um, yeah, I just thank you, Lord, that, that you do and you stand by your word. Amen. Hi, we are Malachi. What do we have to say, Alex? To? To the listeners. Uh, uh, listen more. Cheers for listening to the free download. From Resonate 2012. Please feel free to listen to the other sessions. Jesus loves you. Bye-bye. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>